Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Really, Riley? 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 <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Well, hello, beloveds. Happy Wednesday, and it is a very, very happy Wednesday for me because my OG baby, my oldest son, Lyric, is now seven years old. What is life? And I know that sounds very cliche, as anti-cliche as I try to be to say, like, where the hell did the years, days, months go? But it's nuts because... This year, for the seventh birthday, we decided to not do, like, a huge party and do, like, just a special little, you know, outing with him and his little bestie in the neighborhood and take him wherever he wanted to go because just things have gotten insane. And I kind of, like, have always done a huge party. Now, having said that, like, I feel like because I wasn't going to do a very huge party, I wanted to do more special things for him on his seventh birthday, like... I don't want to talk too loud because who knows what the little ears are out there listening. But, you know, there's like balloons and like whispering. <laughs> I want to put it outside of his room and like just, you know, he's, he's all into Baby Yoda. And I got him a cake with a Baby Yoda like topper. And all of the presents that, you know, we got him. Like we got him more like functional things this year versus toys, yada, yada, yada. But I found myself like reflecting today. I was I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off between soccer practice, school pickup work, la, 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 like all of the things that we've done in previous years and how far we've come. Like I was talking about it on air um, yesterday and somebody said to me, they're like through DMs, they're like, you know, Riley, they don't always remember like the stuff you get them, but they always remember like how you made an effort and how you made them feel. Like I had one of his preschool teachers tell me once that you know, oh yeah, Riley, you always make it an effort. Like anytime there's like a show and share, like show and tell what we used to call it, like you always make it a point to make it special and unique. And, you know, I just don't like skipping over celebrations. It was always a big thing in my house to celebrate birthdays and events. And like, that's how my mom showed her love language. Like she's not the greatest in showing it with, you know, being there mentally or like physically, but you know, love language with the gifts was always her thing. And I guess I got a little bit of that, except I want to do differently and always be there too. Um, but I remember when he was born every year, I wanted to write a letter to him on mother's day and let's face it, life got in the way and that lasted about two years, maybe three. Um, but then I have this podcast that I've had for like the last four years and I like to talk about these things and milestones in life because that way he can go back and listen to it and know exactly how I felt about him throughout the years and the journey that we are on. And if you guys follow me on Instagram or anywhere, it's like my motto, my hashtag, my signature saying is we got this. And I started saying that when I was a single mom with him and I 
really didn't got this. I really didn't have this. I was a mess, still a mess in a lot of ways. But I always would just say to myself, we got this, we got this, we got this. I became the hashtag for my wedding. And, you know, the thing that my husband always says to me whenever I'm flailing and, you know, losing it and the uh, workings and all the craziness of life. And it's nuts because I always have this now because of Lyric. And now because of Malin and my husband. But, you know, Lyric was the OG love. It's so cute because we'll do this little game of, you know, I love you. No, I love you more. No, I love you more. And he always, he always trumps me because he said one time, like, well, mommy, I love you because I made your heart. And I was like, oh, like, what do you say to that? Because that little boy 100% did make my heart. Like, I always wanted to be a mom. I knew in life that there was no fulfillment, I guess, if I didn't end up being a mom, like, for myself. You know, and I, I say that with respect to people that really want to be parents and then end up can't in whatever area, you know, like, if you can't have children or whatever. I say that with a lot of respect because I know now, especially after having, you know, infertility issues and miscarriages and things like that, that it's, it is a true blessing. But I never realized just how much, especially with Lyric, you know, because I never pictured myself as a boy mom. I grew up with a sister. My mom is one of four sisters. Girls in the family are always the favorites. You know, there was one boy cousin growing up, up until my sister started having babies. There was, you know, a cousin that had two boys, but, you know, the kind of distant cousin or whatever. And I always pictured myself as having girls. But for some reason, with Lyric, I knew it was a boy. And was I sad a little bit? Yeah. But I can't imagine it any other way now because the way that that boy loves his mama is incredible. And especially now being, like, seven. It's cute because last year... We got married, and he was a big part of the wedding, and he thought that's, like, his wedding. And he always says, Mommy, you're my wife. I don't have any other girlfriends. You're my wife, which a little boy actually has, like, four girlfriends. But he always says, like, I love you, and you're so beautiful, and it's crazy good the way that boys love their mama. And I really hope he maintains that throughout his life. I mean, I know that there's going to be a certain age where Lyric's going to be a jerk-ass little teenager and hate me for things or whatever, but... That little boy did really make my heart. It gave me a whole different view on life. Because as someone that has definitely struggled back and forth with depression and anxiety and things like that throughout the years, he makes me have purpose, real purpose. You know, because of course my job being a radio personality and hopefully a little inspirational to y'all that listen to me and follow me, that's ultra important, but at the end of the day, that boy started my everything. They say that you don't have favorites as a mother, which I think is a bunch of crap because you do, but it ebbs and flows through life if you have multiple, I think. You know, you love them both the same, obviously, but you have a bond with them differently at certain times for different reasons. And with Lyric and I, there will always be that bond of going through the thick of it together. At times, I felt super apologetic about that bond or, you know, the way that it was born because he saw me go through a lot of shit. And the first 
year of his life was really me struggling with postpartum and being alone and trying to identify who I was as a mom and as a person and as a radio personality and making it all work. And, you know, then we moved here to D.C. when he was just over a year old. I think it was like 12 or 14 months. And it was difficult because I moved here with him knowing no one. Like his nanny from Atlanta, God bless her, like moved up here for a month, set us up. And then he had a nanny that was awful. She stuck around for like nine months, you know, so he had a lot of ins and outs and going through things. And he's had to understand things that no other little kids really should have to understand, you know, and that goes deeper. But that's for an entirely different podcast later. Um, But that little boy is the sweetest, most sensitive, charismatic, humorous little guy. You know, he's very hard on himself according to his teacher because we just had like a parent teacher conference and she said that she loved his sense of humor but he's really hard on himself when he does something wrong and then I'm sitting here thinking like oh my god are we too hard on him but you know I think that kid has his fighter sense about him and I have no idea where he gets that from but it's really cool to see him blossom into his own little person with his own little sense of style. And yes, he loves fashion. I love it. You know, his own way that he wants to do his hair now. And, you know, even on like the soccer field, because he's been in soccer, this is his second season now, and I see him getting competitive on the field. And I love that. But yet, he has such a good sense of like sportsmanship too. We were leaving his game last weekend and... He scored like so many goals and he was like the kid that like all the players were going to and he kind of like carried the game and that was his coach saying that, not me, even though I love it. And I was proud of him because as we were leaving, he looked at the other player that he was kind of going toe-to-toe with the whole game and he walks up and he's like, good game. I was like, yes, baby, yes, I'm doing something right. I started thinking about when I was on the air in Atlanta before he was born, we... I wrote a letter to him right before he was born, right about a month before I gave birth. And I got to go dig up that video and I'll maybe post it. But I remember being so scared. I remember being petrified that I wasn't going to be able to be a boy mom and be everything that he needed. And oh my God, what if he starts like hitting puberty and I don't know what to say to him? And what if, you know... (laughs) All of these things, manly things happen to him, and I don't know how to explain it, you know. Thank God I have Marshall now, but I realize that as long as you love them hard, you give them everything that they need. You know, sometimes I think that I am not so great at the whole gentle parenting thing. I'm not one to, like, coddle, even though I am there for him emotionally for everything he needs. Lyric is going to be tough. But he's also going to be sensitive, which also reminds me of me. But I want him to have a different view of the world. Maybe not, actually, because I was going to say, like, I want him to not be so jaded and da-da-da. Of course, I don't want my kid to be jaded, but I want him to be aware. Aware, but still yet really loving. And I think that's the kid that he is. He's the best, best best big brother ever like I for sure thought that he was gonna be a little asshole because you know he had me alone for three years and then he had me and Marshall for two and then you know his brother came along and obviously for the first year to two years it's like mostly about the baby because they can't fend for themselves but Lyric is the 
best. Like I was watching him yesterday on the way home from school. We we're dropping some library books off and the baby started freaking out crying. Um, and you know, you're driving, so you're trying to talk to him and Lyric just calmly says, Mommy, can I have a tissue? And I was like, baby, I'm trying to look for one. I don't have one. I'm driving. He's like, oh, Melon has snot. I was like, okay, baby, we'll get it in a second. He's like, wait, I have one in my backpack. And he's like wiping it. And he's like, oh, no, Melon, don't wipe it everywhere. And just I sat there for a second, like thinking about it and listening to him. And I'm just like, oh, my God, kid, you're the best. Like, you are the best. And the way that boys love their mommy, and I'm sure all children, yes, I don't have girls, so I don't know how that feels, but it's like, you're the most beautiful thing in their world. You're their entire universe. And yes, I am going to lose it the first time he falls in love. I am so proud of Lyric already. In a different way than I ever thought I would be. Because you're proud of them because they're your kids and you think that they're the greatest creation and the greatest things and sliced bread and they are. But with him, I just see that something special in him. And I see how people react to him and how charismatic he is. And it's not just because he's handsome as hell. And he is with that curly hair and those hazel green eyes. Lord, help me. He's going to, ugh, the girl's going to be all over him. And he's either going to be the heartbreaker or he'll be a player. But I think it's more the heartbreaker. Or I'm sorry, I think it's more like the the one, the sensitive one that's going to get his heart broken, which sucks. But I'll be there. I'll be there in ways that I didn't have when I was growing up. I think back to that letter that I wrote him when I was pregnant with him and all the dreams and hopes that I had for him and they're all coming true. You know, sometimes I get super down on myself because I wasn't the mom that just got engulfed in their children and everything was about them because the older he gets and the older I get and the, you know, further away we are from like, you know, my last one, Malin being a baby, the more it's like I want to be around and, and everything. But then I think too... I want to teach him what it is to fight for things in life, to sacrifice, to work hard and reap the benefits from all of that. I love that that with soccer that he's like practicing and coaches are starting to know him and like he realizes that he has to work hard to always be the winner and sometimes if you don't, you'll be the underdog, but there's lessons in that too. I mean, it's crazy the way this kid speaks, too, because to look at him, he's tall as hell, so he looks like he's, like, eight, but he also doesn't speak like a se- well, he's seven, <laughs> a seven-year-old. I mean, it, his articulation is amazing. Maybe he gets that from me, too. <laughs> but I can't believe seven's already here. I love the number seven, too. It's my birthday, lucky number seven. And I don't wish, like, yesterday I was like, oh, God, maybe we should have done a party and da-da-da-da because he went to a couple of kids' parties. And he's like, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And plus he also got in trouble. So he went from having, like, three friends to one friend. And I'm, like, regretting that decision. But then I'm also like, okay, there's a lesson in that. And maybe also why. I'm, like, going to be blowing up Baby Yoda balloons to be outside his room until 9 o'clock tonight when I have to get up at 4, 3.45. Who's counting? But... I definitely want to make this birthday special, but I want it to be things, little things and big things that he will just remember that are special. You know, I didn't spend a billion dollars on these invitations, went to the Dollar Tree, but he doesn't really know the difference right now. I love that. Like, he does know brands for sure. He loves his Adidas and Vans, but in those things, he doesn't really care. He just really likes feeling special. And he is 
so special. I love that he still has innocence as a kid, but he has knowledge beyond his years. Uh, And then I sigh too because I'm just like, you know, is he growing up too fast? But I always want to make sure that he's not missing any parts of being a kid. And I was the baby, so I don't really know what that first kid syndrome is, but I love the bond that we have. I love the bond that he has with Marshall, my husband, because it's different. It's like, you know, I had to be mom and dad at first. And that meant, you know, being the nurturer and being the, you know, enforcer and, you know, the disciplinarian. And I'm not saying that mothers and fathers can't be both of those things because I think that's kind of outdated to say that. But I think that I had to be all of it for a while. And now I'm like going more into the nurturer role, but still the disciplinarian. All I'm saying is that I get closer and closer to that kid as the years go by because full disclosure, if you've never heard me say it before and I never made it a secret, I went through a really shitty postpartum time where I don't think I bonded with my kid until he was like eight months old. And by that, I mean like postpartum tricks your mind. Like you'd do anything in the world for them, but you know, you don't like them, which yes, those are the things you're supposed to not say, but here we are and really Riley keeping it real as per usual. But then, you know, when I started bonding with him in that way, that I, you know, that whole feeling you're supposed to feel right when they come out, which can be bullshit for some people, as it was for me, I just was obsessed with him. I'm still obsessed with him. Every little thing about him. Like, I took a picture of him outside the soccer field today, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're like a little model. He's just so sure of himself. And, like, when he dances or sings, I'm just like, oh, my God, kid, like, the things you are going to do. And I don't really care what he does. I hope it's something grand. I hope it's something big. But if he's cool with doing something simple, let him do that simple life to the best of his ability. That's the only rules I have in terms of going forward with things. Be happy and do it with every cell in your body. Because if not, what is life for? Oh, man, I just got a little wisty in that. You know, you think, oh, seven, it's not the big birthday. It's not five. It's not 10. It's not 15 or 13 or whatever. But I want him to feel as special as he makes me feel tomorrow. You know, we're going to have his little birthday outing at the end of the month with his friend and go jump around and have a special day with cake and pizza. So essentially he's getting like two birthdays, kind of. But he's so excited. He's counting down the days. It's my birthday. I'm going to be seven. And... (laughs) over the weekend, my husband, he's very OCD. He likes to purge things. And he was going through our, our, our son together, our youngest Malin, his like sock drawer and like the shoes. And I'm a hoarder with that stuff. Uh, And he's like, you know, wanting to toss all the socks. And I'm like, I'm not ready for this. And I just like broke down. And I was like putting the socks into the donation pile and the ones that we want to keep. And I went downstairs and my red Like, I was like, Rudolph, when I cry, I get really red. And he's like, Mommy, why are you crying? And I'm just like, I'm just overwhelmed, baby. I'm sad that my babies are growing up so fast. And he's like, Mom, I'm only six, almost seven. He's like, Mound's not even two. And it just cracked me up because that kid wants to comfort me anytime I'm upset. And he's always like, I'm going to take care of you, and I'm going to protect you. And I'm like, well, baby, maybe someday. But right now, it's my job to protect you. 
He's like, no, mommy, I have to protect you. And I love, too, that he's got that sense of him. He's got that love for me and his whole family, his brother and Marshall. I mean, I don't want to say not so much Marshall, but, like, he looks as Marshall as a protector, so he doesn't feel like he has to protect him. But with me and Fallon, he's, like, the little man of the family whenever Marshall's not around, and that is the greatest thing ever. He is the greatest thing ever. And I feel myself getting emotional, so I think I'm not going to go too much more into this podcast. But with these audible journals for lyric, I think you could call it, I want you to know, baby, that you are my favorite seven-year-old. You're amazing. Your gorgeous hazel eyes, your beautiful, beautiful hair, your silly little smile, your laugh. When you get tickled or when you're super excited and laughing about something is the greatest. You're the best big brother ever. And I hope you and your little brother always have that relationship no matter what. Because you guys will always have each other. I love how talented you are. And even if soccer stops next year, I know you're going to go so far with so many things. I love the way that you love me and always make me feel better whenever I'm sad. I love that you got your own little sense of style. Always keep that. Always be different. Always be you. Never let anybody change that. And always know that no matter what heartbreak you go through, no matter what triumph you go through, no matter how high or down you are, whatever the peaks, whatever the valleys, Mommy, Marshy, and Brabra will always be there. And thank you for making my heart my sweet little angel boy. Mommy loves you to the moon and back again. Happy birthday, baby. And before I start blubbering all over y'all, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening to Really Riley. Um, I really appreciate you guys because this is my little corner of the world where I always like to tell you about the real things that are going on with me. So as per usual, questions, comments, concerns, things you want to hear more of, less of, at Riley Couture, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. That's Facebook and Instagram. Twitter is Riley Couture 5, but I don't really touch that one because I got hacked as I was giving birth to my second son. Um, TikTok is Riley Couture 7 and uh, Snapchat is at Radio Regan if anybody's even using that anymore but I will talk to you on Friday with the Fave 5 love you and if you get a chance wish my baby boy a happy birthday on Instagram I'll talk to you on Friday guys it's really Riley <laughs>